Welcome everyone to Benzinga in Miami 2023. I'm Bern Davis. I'm the host of Plant Profits, and that podcast is brought to you proudly by Produce Global. I'm here today, and my guest today is Mr. Patrick Ray. How you doing, Patrick? Very well, thank you. He's the managing director of Poseidon Garden Ventures. Yes, sir. Right. And and now you advertise it was a growth fund. Mm-hmm. Right? So why don't we do this? Why don't we let everybody know the difference between a seed fund, series A, and worse growth? Yeah, I can Well, I mean, growth is, growth encompasses the majority of those stages that we just discussed. Okay. So, you know, in an emerging market like cannabis, there's a whole lot of growth. Yeah. And seed, there's a whole lot of growth in pre-series A, series A, B, and then search, you know, covers all those, like, sort of labels to rounds. But for our fund, we primarily focus on pre-series A investment. So a company that is launched and generated its first revenues yeah. has created processes that they know that now work. And then in series A and beyond, yeah. they're after we've invested and maybe we'll write another check for their they need money. They didn't work gas for that. That's it is already in Novaville. But yeah, or can you turn it just need more gas, right? So and that's typically how I describe it. It's right between A and C. It's 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 early. Yeah. It's it's early and it's it's starting to take yeah, hold the people start to believe in the idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've been Investing in the industry since 2014. Yeah, that, that's eight years. Very, very many years. Yeah, that long time. That lifetime. So, yeah, it's like it. Um, so, I think our team has a good understanding of what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, quantitatively, it qualitatively. Yeah. Obviously, cost. Well, th- this is an interesting conference because it's 2023. I think that makes it interesting. Yeah, sure. You're right. And, and, and for a man who does what you do, in this space, right? You're you're investing now, but you guys really look at the technical side of the industry, right? You're you're out because uh, Kyle Sherman, right? One of your guys that you've invested in, blow up. Mm-hmm. He was on this show, yeah, uh, not too long ago. Great guy. We've had a lot of fun with him uh, on the show, and he's got a, a cool platform, the retail platform that he is operating and then you've had some other investors that way why did you choose that direction for your doubt well i think technology is a scalable yeah you know uh is more easily scalable than a business type maybe like a dispensary or a cultivation which requires a lot of capital to you know fill more capacity or square footage or do stores where you know with technology you can add more money to the budget a small amount of money and generate significant reward revenues. So, from a investment standpoint, most venture capital, uh, but a lot of venture capital has been very successful in investing technology companies because of that reason. But we do, and which is you know, this well, kind of your playbook? Is this? Yeah, yeah. But we also invest in licensed businesses. Okay, licensed businesses that are you know in the early stages we can still have. A lot of potential uh, where we can generate, we can we can achieve the returns that a venture capital investor would want, which are significant. It's happening yeah, early. Yeah, and I, I would think, it, is it more difficult to do that in the retail sector or in the the technical adjacent sector of the business? More difficult, yeah. I say, to do to to predict. 
Well, it's got to be successful. Yeah, I think um, in, in technology, there's a lot of really smart ideas. Yeah. Solutions that people generate, and sometimes there's solutions looking for a problem. That, that, as opposed yeah. to a solving you don't think that's there a solution that's that's been worn out of the problem yeah and we see a fair bit of that in the cannabis industry in the early stages and it's 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 an interesting challenge to sort of understand what the needs are yeah. of the licensed businesses and understand those then you can make a smart investment in the services of technologies that they need so you have to stay very close to the market right all the time right licensed offerers brands cultivation, manufacturing, retail, distribution, to understand what their needs are can help direct you to make smarter investors, investors in tech. Yeah. So you, you're working in FinTech part of this. Yep. Then you're working in analytics. Yep. Uh, seeing the sale. Yep. Retail. Oh, you're doing all. Yeah. All, all, all of them. Now, I will tell you, in, in, in my journey of talking to people in the industry on the technology side, I get a feel it's getting, there's a lot of competition out there. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of stories been told about yeah. what they can do to help, Yeah, you know, the vertical integration. Yeah. And the whole clarency process, right? So tell me how you are looking at competitors and uh, what now is going to, in 2023, 2024, going to get you right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. What's going to get us to make an investment in 2023 yeah. is, you know, proof, proof that it works and it's skill. It's, it's not enough anymore to have a good idea, a strong team. Yeah. That good idea and the strong team has to prove that the market needs that solution. So, you know, you can have a, a great idea and be able to crisply state that problem and, 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 and again, craft a solution. And, and customers, potential customers can know there's a problem and want to solve it, but not pay, want to pay for it. Yeah. So like, so there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, there's problems. There's always that saying like, so some businesses, they just, they can't put on every fire. They got to let some fibers burn. And we've seen that in the cannabis industry where there are existing problems that are not in, they're, they're existing and they're, they're significant. Yeah. But businesses, for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. don't want to pay to solve them right now, in a year, that will probably change. But like getting, getting time to so your investment, yeah. timing your investment, yeah. So that that business can take that capital and turn it into a real business is very important. There's been much capital invested into businesses that, like, yeah, the problem's there and they've got a great solution, but the customers just don't want to pay for it. Patrick, are you looking for companies to invest in, or, or are you putting uh, your investable dollars get to your current investments? Oh, both. They're doing both? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so our fund is deploying capital yeah. to new opportunities right now. Okay. And we are actively seeking new opportunities. Okay. In addition, we are reviewing every one of our portfolio companies as they their needs for capital yeah. arise mm-hmm. and assessing whether or not we want to continue to support them. And uh, we operate a very traditional venture capital uh, structure and manner uh, in that we are making, you know, a handful of investments initially. Yeah. They're holding back capital for follow-on to the best performing companies. And that's that's very, that's part of our work too, is like assessing if these are the best performing companies in the, in the first crop of investments. 
Now, that's where I thank you for that. Now, and if I take a look at what you said, my interpretation of what you said is that you're investing a little bit later in 2023 than you normally would. Because you want to see more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I would say that the goalposts are always moving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I think, you know, I started out in the cannabis industry running a business accelerator, which is is seed stage. Yeah. Meaning it's a pitch deck and a couple of people and a great idea. Yeah. That needs capital to funding traction. Our fund is looking to invest in the businesses after they've established that traction and can could recently predict or reject a uh, future for them in those early states. If you're very savvy, experience and knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if, the other way of saying what I just said is 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 that companies are taking a little bit longer to prove themselves to you to get you to white check. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I think you know, also the funding landscape has changed. I mean, there used to be more capital this last year around in the industry looking for opportunities. And they've actually, some of that would get sloshed into the like pre-revenue yeah. seed stage businesses. And there's just not as much sloshing around. So there's not as much money going into that at that seed stage. So we really do need to see uh, scrappy founders doing more with less. Because that's the new normal. Yeah. What are your VC cohorts in the space? Who are they talking about? What are you guys, what's going on? You know, this is, this is an interesting question because if he of here, yeah, uh, which it is April now, I called 30 of my colleagues who run funds, cadre funds in the campus. And I asked him, where did they go? This is a, a good question. Oh, okay. And uh, I published on it and I put, uh, you know, tweet story was about it. And, and I would I would say there was like really three things that, Without these investors are talking about. Sure. So since safe banking did not pass, yeah. What's the so what now? Yeah. Uh, so so trying to understand without movement, the simplest movement at the federal level. What does that mean to investments, valuations, uh, return timelines? Then second thing that everyone's talking about are terms and how term sheets. You know, I'm an investor, you're an entrepreneur, you need capital, I have capital. Where do we come to an agreement? What are the terms of our agreement? And those have been changed. Then, you know, broadly, uh, they've gone from more founder-friendly terms to more investor-friendly terms. Okay. And there's a few investors, I think. Um, and then I think, you know, the third thing that they're all talking about is where is the next, next investment come from? Once we invest... Yeah. Who's going to write, if the company needs more capital, who's going to write and lead that next route? Yeah. We might, uh, but you really, for a healthy startup community and ecosystem, you need investors at all the stages. C, pre-series A, series A, B, wow. and you need rights. So you need a healthy ecosystem. Yeah. And that's, I think, something that gives investors pause is that, you know, we, we certainly haven't seen the exits. Than we all wanted to. And then in the later stages, there's fewer and fewer investors. So investments now, it's like part of the terms need to be uh, in alignment with companies having at least a reasonable probability of reaching free cash while profitability. 
with that vessel because we don't know if there's going to be another fester down the road. So are you like releasing it for milestones? There's definitely been uh, more of that. Like uh, tranches, right. milestone-based funding yeah. rounds are applied. So I'm seeing a lot of investments with that. Yes, yeah, built into it. We've also seen liquidation preferences for investors, which is a, a means to minimize the risk or the downside risk of making an investment that doesn't live up to the financial forecasts of the lofty expectations and may not exit where the founder uh, def would like it to. Yeah. So the investors can still get a return. Again, it becomes a little more investor firm. And these are the same things we saw in 2008, 9, 7 value period too. Yeah. When um, yeah, we had a similar sort of slowdown. Yeah. Yeah. So in this conversation, you said it used to be great idea, great timeline. Yeah. Money the fault. Yeah. Right. And now it's great idea, great, great town. Proofs. Yeah. Money fault. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Very fair. Tell me about talent. How important is that in the, in the scenario for you at the moment? Because you're, you're, you're looking, you're investing, you're writing checks now. That's right. Yeah. He wrote it out. It's obviously critical. The difference yeah. between a successful business and an unsuccessful <laughs> business is typically predicated upon the decisions that the founder makes. Right. And there's a thousand decisions a day. Right. So there's a lot of room for error. So I need to find founders talent who have a proven track record of making good decisions. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're putting your investment at risk. And as investors, we are searching for the signal and the noise with the talent, always. Like, we're signing about Well, I mean... The signal and the noise. Yeah, you're looking for... It's like dating, right? I mean, you're, you're out there, you're meeting people, you're learning what, you know, are the things that you need. Yeah. Um, and essentially, you're you're reviewing people and opportunities all the time, right? So you're looking for those 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 signals in the noise of the pitch and the business and getting to know people and their plans and understanding the market yeah. about how that founder thinks about decision making, what decisions do they make, and then what does that mean for the success or failure of the business? So we we are always tuned in like it's uh, it's almost unfair because they're so critical uh-huh. um of the talent of the founders uh-huh. and it is such an important part of the success to business yeah but i would say broadly talent has improved dramatically since we started investing in 2013 yeah 14 you know yeah. like it, it's just a completely different landscape of professionalism but the market's still emerging yeah not a founder illegal a different ever ever see with it. You know, that, that is great. How involved, I'm going to ask you one more question on talent because I think it's curious. How involved did you get, you and your directors on that side, how involved did you get into the talent and the structure of these companies you write in checks? It varies. Yeah. Because every founder and team is different and they have term needs. But I will say that when it's needed, uh, we love that because we as a team, yeah. I've been in the industry since 2013, 14 time. We had enormous network right. of contacts. And so I had a portfolio CEO reach out to me uh, a couple weeks ago and say, hey, you know, we're at this point where we need to go from a very flat, organized, yeah. flatly organized startup to something that allows us to not be involved in every 
yeah. problem or question. Right. And they were seeking uh, people in certain uh, roles. And we were able, uh, I was able to sit down, have a cups of coffee, and it just bang out a list of people who I said it were my team. Yeah. Uh, on that list, I think, is always got to be uh, talent acquisition experts, uh, people that also have big networks that yeah. can, you know, that can expand on the pool. Right. Expand the pool and for prospects. Right. Super important. We very much all the sum that. So we know it's, it can define success and failure. No, uh, no doubt. No doubt. So if you were to, yeah, I mean, take a look at, it. you know, I looked at the banking failure. Right, that whole debacle at the end of last year. It just seems like we were we came out of that and we're a little bit we're stacker. We were you know, our knees were weak. Yeah. Right. And so and then I think we're regrouping because reality hits you and you're gonna either keep going or you're not. And you'll find ways to do that or you won't. And so uh what, where's the next run at something to, you said earlier in this conversation that's going to help the financial situations for these companies? What's the next thing? How much time do we have? I mean, there's, <laughs> there are so many small things that could be done. You should be done. There's no reason not to have them done. Yeah. But we are at the mercy of a dysfunctional federal government and legislature or the Congress has proven and an executive branch to prove that cannabis is not a priority. Cannabis legalization is not a priority. So almost dishonest. Did we say there were politicians? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, so I think that, um, you know, we agree there. You know, but it's policy and politics and it's, 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 it's difficult business right now. So, you know, I think that I would look it's just people look to the things that are outside of the decision-making of Congress. As I look at, you know, I think the biggest, one biggest change we could make to the industry right now, now that it seems that safe banking was ship a sale, yeah. is to eat. To work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sick of the same. It's a powerful, it's a powerful change from the industry in terms the of the economic it's huge yeah yeah it's something that is still hard and fast whereas with banking there's a lot of options that have um emerged yeah. but we you, you know what is it um death and taxes yeah yeah they are certain yeah no that's great it's been terrific patrick patton you were show yeah thanks for uh, my guest today patrick ray he's a managing Director of Poseidon Garden Venture. I, I love this chat. It's uh, giving me hope. It gives me hope uh, that there's money out there that is going to be invested, and there's investable companies and unions out there that that make sense. Yeah. And we'll continue. And you'll be busy, and I know you are. And uh, I think that's awesome. And I want to thank everyone for joining us today on our show, Apply Profits, uh, here in Miami. And Miami Beach, and then join 2023 Benzinga, the Benzinga Capital Conference. And uh, I want everyone to find Plant Profits on whatever platform you get your podcast because we're there. Amazon, Spotify, Apple, we are there. Find it, download it, take a listen to it. It's awesome. 
And I also want you to take a look at my company, Produce Global, and what we do in helping build companies and in that process of building companies, change people's lives. And that's Produce Global, P-R-O-T-I-S, global.com, produceglobal.com. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.